Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day guys, welcome back to Beers and Breakevens, brought to you by the number one beer in sport, the number one beer of rugby league. Bloke in a bar, go out and grab yourself. Carden this week, I believe we've got new shorts dropping on uh, the Bloke in a Bar website as well. They are sensational, so make sure you get stuck into those, I believe, Wednesday night, so make sure you get into those. Uh, Timmy Williams not joining me once again this week, so once again, uh, we send out all the very best to the Williams family and to Timmy as well. We're really looking forward to getting him back, so it is me once again, Han Solo, and of course, Matty the Waterboy is joining us as well. We'll bring him in in a minute. Um, now, I said last week that I was, of course, beating uh, Timmy the overall rankings. I said I would enjoy it because it was a matter of time till I lost it. Seven days I lasted. Seven days he's dusted me. Uh, on the weekend, I scored 1,240. Uh, not a bad score, but considering I had Pappy as captain, pretty disappointing. Pretty shit week, to be honest with you. Saved by Pappy going absolutely bananas. My rank at the moment, 17,000, so not disappointed. Uh, happy with that. Timmy, he absolutely killed it. Uh, 1,400, a very good score with Pappy as skipper. His rank, 7,800, so he's topped me by just about 10,000. I think I had him by 8,000 last week. So uh, a stinger there, but that's why we've got him here. Best in the business, Timmy. And Matty the Waterboy, he's joined us as well. Matt, what's doing? What's going on, Guru? I'm, I'm actually smack bang in the middle of both years. I had I also had Paps as captain, but I ended up on 1,301 this week. Yeah, right. Do you know what your, your, what your ranking is overall? Uh, 22,000. 
Okay, thank God. All right, we survived that one. Um, that would have been a real kick in the dick. Okay, group leaders in the beers and break-evens group as it stands this week. Number one team is called Danny's team. The coach there is Shots. Now, shout out to Shots. He's actually 29th overall out of 132,000, whatever it is. Really good whack there. Scored 15.07 this week. If you got into the 15s this week, you would be absolutely stoked. Second, I assume a Sharkies fan, Porch Lights. Well done, Sam. He's sitting 53 overall. Uh, the pair peelers, 999, coached by Jacob, sitting 55th overall. Sheffer's dog, Albie, coached by Liam, sitting 64th overall. And Steve Macker, who featured in our top five last week as well, I believe. Uh, Steve, he's sitting at 113 overall. So we've got four guys uh, that are sitting in the top 100 overall in Supercoach that are at the top of that group. Uh, remember, you can still join it now. I don't have the code in front of me. Go back and listen to the old podcast. You'll find it there and YouTube and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, the winner of that takes home two grand. So at the moment, Shots is leading there. A top 30 finisher right now. Sensational C. Also, shout out to the top scorer this week. Scored 15.87. The team is called Average Squad, coached by Billy, who finished 11th overall this week in the entire Supercoach. So just missed out on that top 10 score with 15.87. Pretty damn handy knock there. Just just a reminder, whilst you are here, guys, please like this video, subscribe. Uh, we don't ask for too much of that stuff, but uh, we definitely need to be. Now, team list. They've just dropped this afternoon, heading into round five. Uh, reasonably calm team list, to be honest with you. Could have been a lot worse, but there are a few changes. Our first game, Thursday night, 7.50. Coming to you from Newcastle. We've got the Newcastle Knights taking on the Manly Seagulls. Replay of the 1997 grand final. For the Knights, no changes. For the Manly Seagulls, a few here. Now, our boy Cooler, he comes in at fullback. We're going to talk about him later in the questions sent in by you guys. He is going to be something special over the next few weeks. Turbo of course, out for what looks like four to six weeks. Personally, I think he'll be closer to the six-week mark, but we will also talk about Turbo a little bit later. Uh, Tui Pelotu at centre. Apologise if I got that wrong, brother. I actually haven't heard that name said out loud. Uh, Aloye comes into the starting team, which I thought he was sensational last week. Looked really good for Manly. Bullimore and Parker on the extended bench. Still no sign of Josh Schuster on this team list yet, so you would have to assume next week. I think he's due back, so I think you'll probably see that team, that name pop up next week. Friday, 6.05, coming to you from Redcliffe. We've got the New Zealand Warriors taking on the North Queensland Cowboys. Probably the biggest news out of the Warriors pack is that AFB, he's on the extended bench. He's in jersey 20. Uh, Sirenen in the second row. Bunty of Foa starts. Aaron Penne returns on the bench. For the Cowboys, the Hammer, he's out for a couple of weeks. So Drinkwater, he comes in at fullback. Great news for my draft team, just quietly. Ruben Cotter goes back to the bench. Tamalolo at 13. We've seen them make changes over the last few weeks. So keep an eye on that to see what Toddy Payton does. Cotter, obviously very interesting uh, to Supercoach Classic sides at the moment at a reasonable price. Uh, and he's averaging about 55 base stats in the last two weeks. So one to keep an eye on. Definitely a guru favorite as well. The late game on Friday night, 7.55, coming to you from Suncorp Stadium. We've got the Broncos taking on the Chooks. For Brisbane, couple of changes. Albert Kelly out of this one, out for the next three or four weeks. Billy Walters, he comes into play six. Capewell and Ricky return in the second row. Hetherington at 13. Uh, and Pakes comes onto the bench there for the Broncos as well. For the Chooks, essentially 1-17. to 17. It is worth noting that the Roosters, uh, they're staying up there in Queensland for the next two weeks. They were in North Queensland last week. They're staying 
staying up there in Brisbane now. So it's like a little two-week mini camp for them. Sawali, he has been named on the extended bench, one to keep an eye on. Uh, with Billy Smith still not coming back into this side, Kevin Aguama will play on the right wing. Sammy Verrills, he's also in the extended side as well. So Hutcho and Watson, they've done a good job. Interesting to see if they do bring Verrills back in, but I think you'll probably see him come back through New South Wales Cup over the next few weeks. Uh, Saturday game, Super Saturday kicks off at 3 o'clock from Wagga Wagga, so good they named it twice. Raiders taking on the Storm, essentially 1-17 to for both of these sides. No massive changes there. Melbourne Storm coming off a huge win uh, against the Canterbury Bulldogs, 44-0. Ryan Pappenhausen, the star there. I'm sure he'll be another popular uh, captain this week, especially if it is dry weather in Wagga Wagga. Saturday, 5.30, coming to you out there from at Homebush. We've got the Bunnies taking on the Dragons for South Sydney. Only real changes are on the bench. You've got Blake Taff returning in Jersey 14, and you've got Mawali, one of my favourites. I think it is worth noting here that Kenner and Tass, they are on the extended bench. These two have been killing it in New South Wales Cup. So I think it's a little uh, warning shot to Tane Milne. He has been good, though, to be fair. Just keep an eye on those two. Matty, we're excited about Taff returning or what? Yeah, I think I think we need some just something different coming off our bench. So I'm excited with Taff, and I'm, I'm equally excited about David Mowally. He's, he's you know he's such a good junior coming through. A bit like like you don't get many props that are 18, 9 year old that kind of do the things he do. So I'm I'm pretty keen to see him. Fuck, he's a big bit of gear, isn't he? Oh, I can't believe he's 18 or 19, whatever. Yeah, it is. when he Crazy. first came on the other day, made a line break with his first touch. He just oh. there's something about him. I'm excited about him too. He looks like a good one. Uh, the Dragons taking on South Sydney. There, Jaden Sewer returns to this side in the back row. Blake Laurie jumps back to the bench on the extended. You have still got Burgess and Sloan. We've seen that Hook made some pretty uh, rogue changes last week. He hasn't fallen on his sword. Still got Sloan out of the side, and Amone is in jersey 14 on the bench. The late game. Saturday coming to you from the Gold Coast 7.35 for the Gold Coast Titans. Still no sign of Campbell. Isako will stay in the one jersey. Bo Furmore returns. Great news for all Supercoach players there. Now, I believe Brian Kelly, he's been, he wasn't named in this game. I believe it is COVID-related. It isn't form-related. Uh, so, Philip Sami comes in for him. So, Kelly, you would have to assume you'll see him next week. For the Eels, if you're a Reed Marnie owner, you're disappointed as it is, but this is a real kick in the dick for you. Mitch Rain named on the bench in jersey 17. So a real stinger there. If you're someone that drafted Marnie really early as well in draft, wow, that one hurts for you. Nia Corey also on the extended bench, worth noting there. Sunday afternoon, 4.05, coming to you from Shark Park. The Cronulla Sharks, Talakai stays at centre. Tracy not in this side yet. Is Talakai safe for another week? Uh, yeah. Very interesting Talakai. Absolutely killed it last week. We've been talking about him on Bloke and a Bar for a couple of weeks. I think I mentioned it to Timmy a few weeks ago. He's just something else. They're taking on the West Tigers, who at the moment uh, remain 1-17. to Sunday after Sunday night, sorry, coming to you from Combank, which of course is the old Bank West Stadium. Uh, 6-15, we've got Canterbury taking on the Panthers. Panthers are 1-17. to uh, Canterbury, Trent Barrett's made a change here. He's going to go with Kyle Flanagan at 7. Avarillo stays in the Centers Wakeham at 14, beyond Odo on the extended bench. So how on earth Flanagan's managed to get into this side for a clash against the Panthers is beyond me, but good to see him given an opportunity. He has been doing well in New South Wales Cup. Uh, for all the talk during the preseason, this is Trent Barrett's third halfback in, I believe, four weeks. So a uh, bit of a worry there. It's also his, what, third 14 in the last three weeks or so. So just absolute chaos there. With Wakeham in the 14, I wonder how many minutes 
Marshall King will play. I know some people in draft very keen on him. Uh, I don't know what to say about this Canterbury side. Hopefully they can pull it together, but tough game for Flano to come in there. Now we're going to answer some, or I'm going to answer some of your questions. I might get Maddie to chip in on some of the Bunnies questions as well, because there are a few. First one comes from Choppy182. He says, is Latrell worth a punt? And for me, I think he definitely is. Now, Latrell, he missed the first game, came back round two, so he's played three games, Storm, Penrith, Roosters. I'm not sure if I could come up with a harder draw if you let me pick out of the entire competition. Um, 63 average for Latrell from those three games. So as much as he might not be at his absolute best, I mean, against these top-tier teams, he's done really well to average 63 thus far this season. Uh, You look at their next 10 games. Now, go through their next 10 games, and I'll tell you, Latrell's average against each of those teams. So he plays the Dragons this week. He averages 74 against them. Plays Canterbury the week after, averages 59 against them. Tigers the week after that, he averages 78. Manly the week after that, averaging 69. Broncos the week after that, averaging 45. That's the lowest out of all these teams by some form of miracle. New Zealand Warriors, he averages 73 against. Raiders, 54. Tigers, 78. Again, Gold Coast Titans, 84. And then he finishes with the Dragons again, who we won, he played in the in this week, who he averages 74 against as well. Now, I want you to consider that a lot of those games, or the vast majority of those games, either were at the Roosters, where he was playing centre, so you'd have to think he's going to get more touches at fullback for South Sydney, or last year when he wasn't the goal kicker. So throw in goal kicking. I think that Souths, they've looked really good despite their one and three record. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't drop a game over the next 10 weeks. Against all those teams, his average is 69. So considering he's played the three best teams in the competition, the hardest teams to match up against Supercoach-wise and average 63, I think you can back Latrell to average probably 80, 85 over the next few weeks. I think you will have some monster scores. Also need to consider that average of 69. He's only been a full-time goal kicker for a few of those seasons, realistically. It's just so much more upside. Matty, I think I know what I'm going to hear here, but would you be thinking about bringing Latrell in, especially if you're a turbo owner and you've got a bit of cash to splash? Do you go to Latrell? I would absolutely be bringing Latrell in, purely based on the fact of what you said. Last few weeks, we've played the best teams and he's and he's been quite good. I will say, against the, he's only played one game in his whole career against the Dragons where he hasn't scored a try. So there's that. And he plays them twice in the next 10 weeks. Yeah, so I would... I mean, I personally won't be, but if there's a spot for you, I would personally be taking Latrell. That is a good stat, Matty. You've done your homework, mate. Thank you. Thank you. Very nice. Uh, our next question. Thank you for that one. Who was that one? Choppy182. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that. Our next one comes from Sam Groves, and I'm going to have to throw it to Matty again, so hopefully he's got more stats for me. What 5'8 do I go to? Now, you probably clued on. I think Cody Walker is an absolute get-on over the next 10 weeks. Funnily enough, he plays the same teams as Latrell Mitchell, but I will tell you his averages against all those sides. Against the Dragons, Cody averages 78. Against the Bulldogs, Cody averages is 57 against the Tigers 77 against Manly 63 against the Broncos 58 against the Warriors 82 against the Raiders 61 against the Tigers 78 Gold Coast 85 brings it home with the Dragons which he averages 78 against his average score is seven, uh, 71 I was about to say 17 that would have been a shocker 71 against all those teams that he plays in the next 10 weeks I think you also need to keep in mind that as much as Cody has started a little bit quieter 
Uh, week one, I think he scored like 17 or 18 points. Very disappointing. That will be out of his rolling average now. I think the last two weeks he scored 50 or 60 odd. So uh, actually, no, he, ha- he hasn't done that well. But that really poor score of 17 will be out of his rolling average now. So as much as you will lose a little bit of coin in the first two weeks, personally, I think those matchups for Cody, they're just going to be sensational over the next few weeks. He's one of the best support players in rugby league. I think if it wasn't for some really good defensive sides that the Bunnies have come up against. I think Cody would have scored a lot more points. As I said, great support player. He's going to score meaties through the middle. I think Souths are in for one hell of a run here. If you were to go with the double up of Cody and Latrell, I really do think it could pay major dividends for you. Are you on the same train with me, Matty? 100%. I think I think Cody's going to explode the next few weeks. And I also think the better that Ilias goes, the, the better Cody Walker's going to go as well because he doesn't. he's not under all that pressure to, you know... Uh, help this guy come into first grade because Ilias is going a little bit better now. I will say this. I will bring another try try scoring stat in. Love it. Now, as a 5'8", this is better than, you know, uh, a fullback scoring. He scored in his last four games against the Dragons. So there you go. Last four games. How good? Yes. Mate, you yeah. must be so excited about Ilias. I thought he looked so good. I, I thought he was arguably the best half on the field the other night. I nearly got kicked out of the pub when he scored that try. I was going off so hard. <laughs> Shock me. <laughs> no, Daddy, no, no that, stranger. That was, I know it was a no try, but it was a it was just so good to watch. I wish yep. I wish they gave it to him just for his just for his confidence, but no, I, I really like the way Ilias is playing because his first two weeks were I mean expected but yep. kind of disappointing. He's an awkward little thing how he moves, isn't he? But it's he just manages to... Yeah, I, I love him as well. And I, and love yeah. that he, I love that he forced a couple of dropouts last week as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Great point. And no shock to anyone that Matty was almost kicked out of a pub. <laughs> All right, let's move to our next one. Is Cooler a must-buy? This one's from at the Cast Patrol. Check them out on Instagram, putting out some really good content. He's aimed at fullback. I think he's a get-on. Uh, Turbo, we mentioned him before. It looks like he's out for four to six weeks. Personally, well, fuck, if I'm manly, I'm going to push that closer to six weeks. I would not be risking bringing Turbo back. I think they will be okay without him, and I think Cooler's going to absolutely kill it. Now, he played centre the other day, and you know I can tell you how fast he is and, and all that shit. You already know that. What I want to point out to you is his base stats on the weekend. 35, which is sensational to see. Uh, really, really cheap at the moment. He, he, he did have that first game where I think he scored four or eight points or something like that. That's going to be out of his rolling average at the end of next week. So it's going to be all upside after that. And I, I would back Cooler in to score. I, I reckon, honestly, over the next few weeks, whilst playing fullback, I think he's going to be a 60-point uh, sort of guy. So, yes, I think he is a guy that you need to get on. The four to six weeks, he's going to make a heap of money in those weeks. And personally, I think once he gets an opportunity, he's going to hold on to this spot. Not at fullback, obviously, uh, but I think he will find a spot in this team somewhere else. He's only one injury away from playing centre or playing wing. And to be perfectly honest with you, I don't think he's that far away from stealing the centre spot from either of the other two centers so cooler i think he is a must buy you can wait the extra week if you would like to but personally i think he's going to score points this week i think he's going to do well so the cast patrol i am all over cooler i've got him in my draft team been holding him for a couple of weeks very keen on him the next one comes from steve have 101 who's one of the writers for the Supercoach playbook timmy's little franchise over there doing very well he does a lot of draft content stevie so make sure you go and check him out doing great things uh he just says mitch mose with a question mark and look mitch mose is an interesting one i've never been 
huge on him when it comes to super coach. I had him in drafts a couple of years ago in the year he killed it. Outside of that, a little bit inconsistent, but the way that Parramatta are playing, and funnily enough, the more Dylan Brown gets involved, the better Parramatta go. It seems to be the more Mitch Moses sort of scores. Scored 144 on the weekend, which was a sensational knock. Came up with, some, I think, two great tries. Just had his fingers in pies all over the place. His break-even is minus 21, so... I mean, there's still a lot of money to be made here. He's that, that 144 is going to stay in his rolling average for the next two weeks. Uh, the next four weeks, he plays the Titans and the Tigers. I think he's going to go 60 or 70 plus in both of those games. Then he plays the Knights and the Cowboys, who started the season really well. I'm not writing them off, but I mean, they are two teams that we're not overly convinced on either. I think Parramatta can win four from four in the next four weeks, and if they do, Moses is goal-kicking. He's involved in the attack, so I really like it. He's not a guy that I'm going to be able to go to, but I mean, there is a little bit of money to be made there, and then you can move from Mitch Moses up to potentially a Nathan Cleary over the next few weeks. Break-even of negative 21. I don't mind the move. Won't be doing it myself, but I can understand why people are Thank you, Stevie. Great question. Heavenly hands, heaven are there. Let's move to the next one. This one comes from Chaka89. Do you think May will take Staines' spot? Yes, I do. And if he doesn't, I'll be honest with you, I think there's a world where Toto could take Staines' spot. We've seen Toto play on the left and the right. We've got Stephen Crichton out there at right centre at the moment. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they keep Taylor May and, and Targo together out on the left side and they bring Toto back and play him on the right. Might be a little bit of rogue thinking there, but I really do think there's a world where it could happen because I think they'll be hesitant to break up uh, Targo and Taylor May out there and we know that Brian Toe, he can do what he does from both edges. So regardless, Staines drops out for me. I think Taylor May stays in the team. I think there's a world where he stays on the left. If not, I think worst case scenario, he does go out to the right and this backfire for the Penrith Panthers, they're going to be a serious handful. Uh, I don't think I need to point it out to you, but if you don't have Taylor May, why not? Get him in this week. Don't shit the bed there. Real easy one. Thank you, Sharker89. Appreciate that one. Uh, next one comes from Reese Chu. Thanks for this one, Reese. Turbo, hold, or sell? Uh, sell for me. I mean, fullback, there is so many points to be made at fullback. It's not even funny. Uh, if you're holding on to Turbo, I think you've got rocks in your head. If you've had him from the start, personally, I don't understand why you did it. Myself and Timmy said it for a number of weeks. He's, he's overpriced, tough draw to start. We thought he'd do not great he did terribly let's be perfectly honest here if you started with turbo and you've still got him personally i think you've been kissed on the dick by a fairy now that he is injured he's not going to bleed points over the net bleed money over the next few weeks you can get rid of him you can cop the l take your licks move on uh i just i i I don't know how you could possibly hold him here i don't think many people will be asking that question with so many guns at fullback we mentioned latrell mitchell earlier i think he'd be a really good guy to move to you could play nico hines at fullback teddy pappy a plethora of talented guys at fullback you need to move off turbo We're going to wait until after he comes back. By then, you know, one or two poor performances as well. He's going to bleed bleed cash again. So, Turbo, definite sell for me. You have a bit of money to screw around with. A little bit less money than what you started with him. But it is what it is. All right. Now, I've got a heap of questions about Katoni Staggs, and fair enough. Uh, This one comes from Kaylin Gibb. And as I said, a heap of questions about Katoni Staggs. I sort of merged them all into one. Kaylin Gibb says Staggs is sell to May. Definitely. If you don't have May, Staggs to him is easy. Do it now. Don't even think about it. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, 
you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. But Stags, are we keeping him? Are we selling him? I've kept him the last few weeks. I think I have to fall on my sword on this one. I think I am going to have to sell him. It's been very disappointing. He doesn't really look like himself at the moment, Katoni Staggs. Look like there's a little bit more going on than just football. So Staggs, I have to move off him. They also have a pretty poor draw over the next few weeks. I think they got the Roosters and the Panthers. It's tough for Brisbane. They got the Roosters this week. Uh, I just, the Roosters seem to be back in form. So I, I can't go near Staggs. I have to move off him. Cop the L on the chin there. Move forward. To, I've got him in my draft team this week. I honestly don't think I'll play him in draft this week, which is crazy to sound. I picked him third overall. But against the Roosters, I think I can find four center wings that are in my 17 that I think will do better than Stag. So uh, hopefully he bounces back and hits form. And it'd be just perfect for all of us to move off him and then he hits form wouldn't shock anyone based on how we go in super coach but i think you have to sell him uh it's just been too disappointing to start the season thank you Kalen, for that one appreciate your question mate know you've been a long-term listener of the podcast so appreciate your support okay both Bo firm is he a must-have this one comes from the kickback pod pa- podcast check out what they're doing um for me it depends on your team but at 439k i don't mind it um his break even is minus 32 pretty handy there's money to make there. Had a poor score in week one of 36. Uh, that now falls out of his rolling average. He's been great since then. I think he's gone back to back to back 70 plus scores. Um, his base in the last two weeks has been 44 as well. So uh, very happy with that. So there is money to be made there. You've obviously missed out already on 60 or 70K around that mark. So you are a little bit late to the party, but you're not too late. If you're going to downgrade one of your big CTW pods that hasn't really worked out, I think Furmore would be a good shout. You could even go Katoni Staggs to him if you have got a bit more coin in the bank there. You'll, you'll, you'll make money off that move. So I can understand you going with that play, but I know a lot of teams are going to be trying to save money to move to Nico Hines, Nathan Cleary, uh, these sort of guys. So both Furmore, i got no problem with it. Uh, he plays the Tigers this this week, then the Eels, and then Manly. Now, I will say this, because he plays on the left edge for the Gold Coast Titans, the Tigers, obviously a great matchup. Um, sorry, he played the Tigers last week. He's playing the Eels this week. I'll say, when playing the Eels, if you're on the left edge, you're going to be running out Mitch Moses. Not a bad little matchup, despite the Eels being a good team. If you want to run at anyone, it probably is Mitch Moses. Six missed tackles last week, but between him and Papa Lee, they've missed a heap of tackles to start the season. The week after that, uh, he's going to be running at DCE, and as we know, it's a bit of a weak spot for Manly's defense between DCE and Olakawatu. You could definitely score points there as well. So something to consider with Bo Furmore. I might have just convinced myself into him, to be honest with you. But I don't mind the move. You are a little bit late, but you definitely could do much worse than moving to Bo Furmore. Uh, A bit of a shorter episode this week, guys. Obviously, Timmy not with me yet. He'll be back over the next few weeks. As we said off the top, wish Timmy all the very best. Make sure you go and check out his podcast, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, the website the Supercoach playbook, putting out the very best content in Supercoach. It's why I've got Timmy lined up with us here at Bloke and a Bar and at Beers and Breakeven. So make sure you go and check out all the stuff they're doing.
doing the best Supercoach content in Rugby League. If you're listening on their podcast, jump over to the Rugby League Guru podcast. Come and have a listen. Plenty more footy content and Supercoach content. And uh, yeah, if, you, if you're out this weekend, grab yourself a case of Bloke in a Bar. Very best beer in sport. The beer of Rugby League. Absolutely love it. Great drop. Thank you guys. We'll be back next week. Remember to like, subscribe, comment, all the good stuff for me. Cheers, legends. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.